Hey everybody, welcome to the Ralph Graves Jr. Show. I'm your host, Ralph Graves Jr., and I'm so glad you're here. No matter where you are right now or what circumstances you face, lasting success is within your reach. On this podcast, we'll have real conversations with people who have had to overcome unthinkable obstacles to achieve success. Are you ready to live with unstoppable momentum and focus? Well, today's your day. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Podcast with Ralph Graves Jr. My name is Ralph Graves Jr. So glad to have you guys here today. My guest is Ray Edwards of, catch this, Ray Edwards International. Brother Ray, thank you for being on, man. Thank you for inviting me. Lots of humility went into naming this company. <laughs> it's, it's okay to laugh. We, listen. I look back and I think, what was I, what was I thinking? Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Tell my audience, talk to me about, you know, copywriting, because that's what you do. Tell us, tell them what you do, and they kind of explain to us what copywriting is and why we need it. Sure. I write the words that sell stuff. I used to, my first business card when I got into this business, that's what it said. It said, Ray Edwards, right underneath it, it said, I write the words that sell stuff. Wow. And um, I got started back when I was in the radio business. I did that for about 30 years. I was in radio broadcasting. I was a DJ and a program director. But the thing that allowed me to last for th- for decades in a business that usually chewed people up and spit them out after a year or two is that I understood that the important thing we were doing was writing ads and promotions that brought business into the local merchants that our radio stations served. So yeah. I understood that and, and put myself in that process. I was the guy who wrote the ads. So they'd fire all the DJs, except they couldn't fire Ray because Ray writes the ads for the Ford account. And the Ford account would be really upset if we get rid of Ray. So we have to keep him. Yeah. So that allowed me to have a great career in radio. Then Steve Jobs invented the iPod, a thousand songs in your pocket, no commercials, no annoying DJs. And I realized this could be a problem for radio. So I decided to go out and start writing marketing copy for speakers, authors, coaches. This whole internet thing was just coming to be a big thing at that point. And I thought this might last, this internet thing. I think I'm going to try my hand at that. And I did pretty well. I've written for some well-known people like Michael Hyatt and Tony Robbins, Jack Canfield and many others, and then lots of people nobody's ever heard of, but they're the, the backbone of the economy, small business people sure. and solo entrepreneurs who drive the economy, really. I mean, as we look around us right now, today, we think, man, there's a lot of ground to make up. We lost a lot of ground in this past year. Yeah. And it's going to be people like I just described, entrepreneurs, business owners, and solo entrepreneurs who are going to pick us back up and get us moving again. We're not going to count on the politicians to do it. They, they got their job to do. They have a high and noble calling. I pray they follow that calling. And meanwhile, we got to get down to business. That's what I'm about. Yeah, yeah, man, that's awesome, man. And how does one get into copywriting? Now we're gonna we're gonna talk about the importance of it because I always say you can't sell a secret. All right, you can't sell a secret. So if you're listening to this show, which and most of you who are listening are entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, you're you're in leadership, you're doing something, you can't sell a secret. But but before we even talk about the importance of making sure we have someone like Ray Edwards in our corner how does one get into it? I mean, how, how do, do you just wake up and say, I want to do copywriting? I, I, I mean, how someone might be listening, like never thought of that, but they might have some skills. So how would they get into that? Sure. Well, I mean, I don't think many people wake up and say, I think I want to be a copywriter. Yeah. I kind of did because I, I found out there was a job that one yeah. could have. And uh, I thought that sounds interesting. It sounded like a kind of writing I could do yeah. and actually succeed with. I wasn't sure I could write novels or screenplays and actually make a living doing that but I knew I could write ads and marketing promotions. My family was full of entrepreneurs. My grandfather owned a, 
auto shop and a bookkeeping business side by side. Okay. He would move from one to the other throughout the day, depending on who needed help. Somebody needed help with their income tax. Somebody needed their carburetor rebuilt. He was versatile. Wow. wow. My mom was a real estate broker and I used to write their ads for newspaper ads and for the uh, radio station locally. That's how I got into radio through the wow. local radio station through my grandfather. Wow. He introduced me to the guy who ran the station, wow. got a job there. And I just discovered this writing thing can make a lot of money for the business owner. And I understood this one key thing that most people miss What's about that? advertising. The business person wants the cash register to ring. They don't care about getting their name out there or branding. <laughs> Branding's not a bad thing, but if it's your only aim, it's not going to keep the lights on. What keeps the lights on is cash in the register. So yeah. we were writing ad copy at the radio stations to put cash in the register. That's the perspective I came from. And yeah. I just started studying, well, who's good at this? I found a guy named Jay Abraham who led me to a guy named Claude Hopkins, who wrote a book back in the 20s and 30s called Scientific Advertising, still yeah. worth reading. Yeah. Uh, there's a book called Breakthrough Advertising by Eugene Schwartz, another book about copywriting that's still worth reading. I wrote a book that's written in more modern day English, a little simpler to understand than some of those books from the 30s and yeah. the 50s and 60s. Those are great classics. You should read about them if you're interested in the art and science of copywriting. But yeah. my book's called How to Write Copy That Sells. It's a good place to start. Yeah. I don't think you have to become a copywriter, but as a business owner or entrepreneur, you should understand the principles of copywriting because it really comes down to how do I say the words that will sell my ideas, yeah. products and services to people I can help. Yeah. And that's important. It is. I like that you cut right to the chase. We're in business to do what? To make money. We can't make an impact in, in culture. We can't make an impact in our lives. We can't move about with freedom if we're not making money. You also said something, too, in this day of, oh, I got to develop my brand. You know, I look at social media. I'm on social media. You're going to have 10,000 followers. It's monopoly money if no one's buying anything. <laughs> you could have 100,000 people. Well, that's I mean, you, yeah. You, you can't buy groceries with followers. No, you can't. You can't. And so and so really having the ability to write that produces or that uh, that makes the cash register ring, which we won't probably hear anymore ever again. But I know what you're saying. We, we, you know, that makes people swipe the card or punch in the numbers or send you the cash app or Google Pay, whatever they use. You have to you, you have to be writing or you have to develop that writing style. You have to get that as part of your arsenal business leaders and, and businessmen and women. And um, Ray is very important. <laughs> well, I like what you said about people not knowing the sound of a cash register ringing. So I'm going to update my language. I think I'm going to start saying things like, what makes your Venmo flow? How does that sound? Yes, that's exactly right. Because that's the bottom line. Can, yeah. can, we, can we write in a way, can we advertise in a way to sell our training programs, our coaching programs. Um, when you do find your audience, it's still, so you have to write in a way that, that makes their Venmo flow. There you go. Go ahead, hurry up and coin that, Ray. Yep, I'm gonna tweet that out as soon as we finish up here. Yeah. And I should also add that being a copywriter is also important if you're selling ideas or concepts or beliefs. I mean, really good preachers are really good copywriters because they got to stand up every week and they make a three point presentation and they make a an ask, a close, yeah, a call to action. And the call to action is get yourself right with God. Yeah. So that's yeah. an, that's an important sale you got to make right there. Yeah. I like your acronym for pastor. That that's what made me it every time I see it, it makes me pause. Tell tell my listeners, he has an acronym for the word pastor. Share it with us, right? This is a, this is a simple outline of the things you need to think about and include when you're writing copy that's meant to persuade somebody to take an action, whether it's to buy a product 
or a service or an idea or a belief. Yeah. And every letter of the word pastor, P-A-S-T-O-R, stands for something. But let's start with the framework. I came up with this. It was actually just an inspiration, just an inspiration, as if that was a small thing. It was a big thing. It was an inspiration. Huge I was thing. about to give a talk at a, at a big business event. It was not a Christian event, so I, I wasn't going to have any plans to talk about Jesus or anything like that. Right. But the word pastor came to me, and I realized well, what we need to do as people who are business people selling products to others is we need to treat them like we're shepherding them to a good decision, not to we're trying to manipulate them into buying something. Right, right. We want to shepherd them to a good decision, which might be, don't buy from me. It's not the thing for you to do. Right. So how do we do that? And I thought, well, what's another word for shepherd? Pastor. Yeah. And pastor could stand for person, problem, and pain. That's the first thing we have to understand. We have to understand the person we're talking to, the problem we can help them with. Yeah. And the pain they're feeling in the way that they feel it. So oh. if you're dealing with somebody who you're trying to trying to teach them how to lose weight, for instance. Yeah. What we, what we tend to want to do, those of us who have solutions to that problem, we know about calories and macronutrients and exercise. We know about the risks they're taking with arteriosclerosis, yeah. with diabetes, with possible dementia, advanced accelerated aging. We want to tell them about all that stuff. Yeah. But that's usually not what's bothering that person. What's bothering that person is to get out of the shower in the morning. They look in the mirror and they go, Ugh. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's not going to help me find a, a person who's going to be interested in that. Right. That, and I'm not, I'm not here to argue about what your body type should be or should not look like. Right. I'm just telling you what my experience is with people is they, they want to lose weight because they don't feel like they look good. Yeah. So that's the pain as they experience it. Am I saying you ignore telling them the other good reasons why they should get it in shape? No, but talk to them, meet them where they are. Yeah. Where they are is I want to look better. Right. I want six pack abs. I want to, I at least want a flat stomach and I want to get rid of my dad bod. Yeah. Memorial well, day is coming. I, I, listen, I, listen, I, I got, I, sun's out, guns out. So I need to fix that now. I know what your other saying is, is true, but Memorial day is around the corner. I get it. Yeah. Sun's out, guns out. Love it. So the A of pastor stands for amplify, which is, it means to amplify the consequences of them not solving the problem. What happens if you don't deal with this? What happens if you just ignore it? Yeah. Well, the guns recede and disappear and the belly gets big and you eventually cannot see your shoes. Yeah. That's, this is not a good situation. Yeah. Yeah. And it gets worse. You, you could have diabetes. You could have heart disease. You could end up not being there for your daughter's wedding or your grandkids wedding or their sure. graduation from school. You could miss so much sure. and you could lose a lot of quality of life. Sure. So that's amplifying the pain. And sometimes people get all, resistant about this. They say, Ray, you're selling fear. Well, my friends, there's some things we should be afraid of. Yeah. yeah. Like we should, we should have some misgivings about destroying our health. We should have some misgivings about being deep in debt and being the slave to the lender. Yeah. The Bible says the borrower is slave to the lender. Yeah. So I'm not saying that debt is a sin. I'm just saying how much bondage are you willing to live with? Right. Right. That's sure. a question worth asking yourself. So yeah, the flip side of the word A is aspirations. Talk to them about not just about the pain and how bad it'll get if they don't solve the problem, but what they aspire to. What do they dream of? Yeah. And then the S is for the story of your struggle, the solution you came up with, and the system you share that helps people do the same, have the same success overcoming the problem that you've had. Wow. The T stands for transformation and testimony. You show them the before and after of working with you, of using your system, of using your product or service. And you have let other people testify that, yeah, this stuff works. I tried it and it works. Yeah. The O is the offer. This is where you say, this is what I have for you. This is how much it'll cost and what it'll do for you. Yeah. And the R is for response. Ask them for a response. This is the number one thing that salespeople do in real life that messes them up. They don't ask people to buy because wow. they, don't, they don't have the confidence to do that. 
Same thing online when we're writing copy. We don't have the confidence often to just step up and say, this will help you solve the problem. It'll make your life better. You should buy it. I have a firm belief about that. I'm committed to helping you. Put your information in, put your credit card number in or your debit card number in, press the button and let's get started down the road to what you really want to have happen in your life. Wow. Be confident. You've got something that helps people step up and tell them why and what they should do to get started so you can start helping them. That's my, that's my pastor acronym in a nutshell. And that's why, if you're listening, you have to have a guy like Ray Edwards and Ray Edwards International on your team. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't know what he was writing that for, but I'm buying. But no, <laughs> but but the, the confidence, man, you you hit a you hit um, you struck a chord. You struck a chord. Um, a lot of people don't close the deal because they fail to ask. Um, a lot of people don't have, don't know how to engage or to put out that call to action in the right. Why do you, why do you think we're so sheepish when it comes to that? Well, I think most of us have been programmed. There's a couple of things we're taught when we're young. See if you can complete these sentences. Don't talk to strangers. Don't ask people for money. <laughs> Direct. And as entrepreneurs, what do we do? We're in the business of asking strangers yeah, for money. For money. Yeah. Does anybody see an internal conflict developing there? Yeah. Yeah. So we've got this, we've got this programming. Plus, we got other programming we've received in our lives, like money is the root of all evil. So, my gosh, don't get any of that stuff. It'll mess you up. Of course, that's not what it says. It says no. the love of money. Right. Is right. a root of all kinds of evil. That's a whole different thing. That's a whole. Different, when I and I when I try to preach that and I tell people that, like, oh wow, yeah, it's a whole different sentence. It's a whole different sentence. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Bible says also the Lord takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Yes. Yes. So he's okay with us having money. He doesn't want money to have us. That's what he was talking about when he said, you can't serve both God and money. Right. He's saying don't worship right. money. Don't, in other words, don't use people and love money. Right. Use money to love people. That's yeah. the mission right there. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. we get messed up about money. So then we get weird about asking for it because we feel like it's a bad thing. If we can get clear about where our heart is with money, that we worship God, not money. Money's a tool, but it doesn't replace us as the user of the tool. Right. It doesn't replace the maker as the master of our lives and our world and our souls. Yeah. And we can be straight about all that. We can know I'm going to help people. I need to be paid. The worker is worthy of his wages. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Worth, yeah. Worker is worthy of his wages. Right. So we need to just be bold. If, if we've got something that doesn't help people, then stop selling that. And sell something that does and then be confident and let them know if it's right for them, Yeah. then why, what do they do to get part of that so they can get started and then get the help they need? Wow. That's how you get the conviction. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you, 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 hit the, you hit the nail on the head. So someone wants to work with you. How do, how do they start and how do they start a relationship with you and your company? Um, somebody on here, you know, somebody shares it with somebody. How, how do they begin this walk with you? I'd suggest uh, listen to the podcast. It's free wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify and Google Play. Name your podcast. The Ray Edwards show. Ray Edwards show. Okay. And uh, I've got a book called how to write copy that sells. This is not a big tome of philosophy. It's more like a few chapters of checklists about how to write stuff that'll sell more of your products, services, and ideas. And you can get a copy of it free by going to, rayedwards.com forward slash free book. And now we do ask you to pay for shipping domestic U S only seven bucks. You can get the book on Amazon for like 11 or $12, Yeah, but $7 is less. 
Yeah. Follow me on the math. Yeah. $7 <laughs> is less. And yeah. we'll send it to you in the mail. And that's a good place to start. And then we have other resources that you can invest in and pay for if you wish. But those would be my suggestions. Get the podcast, get a copy of the free book and get started with that. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. If you have ever, if you wanted to get your, and I've, I've talked to so many business owners on here and that's the reason why they come, they come on here to, to kind of talk about their business and promote it. But they, again, this copyright, this copywriting thing really um, it's move. It will move you to the next level. It will move you to the next level rather than just by, you know, word of mouth is great, but this copywriting thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. word of mouth, word of mouth looks, works better if you give them the words to put in their mouth. Yes. And that's what copywriting does. That's what copyright copywriting does, man. You know, your journey, man. So, so what if, what are, what are you, now that's what you do, but what are you, what is Ray Edwards learning right now? Oh my gosh. What am I learning right now? Yeah. Can anybody say with me, I've learned so much in the last year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> As in the last year, we've been through a pandemic. We've been through, racial tension. We've been through situations where justice needed to happen and it wasn't happening. And All kinds we've of been stuff. through a lot of stuff. Yeah. We've been through, I don't know what your experience has been, but I had people that were close to me that I felt like I knew. And I found out, I don't really know you, man. No, where where yeah. are you coming from with that business? Yeah. Where, where did all that hatred and anger come from? Yeah. So, um, and I'm not, of course, just to be clear, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to people in my life that of course that have, are not in my life now because they just went a different way. And yeah. so I've learned, here's, here's what I'm learning now. I'm learning humility. Yeah. I'm learning uh, empathy. Mm-hmm. I'm learning that I know a lot less than I ever thought I knew. <laughs> yeah. Like I thought I knew, I thought I knew what it meant to not be a racist. Yeah. Let's just get, let's cut to the core of things. Right. Right. I didn't, I, I was, I apparently what I thought it meant to not be a racist was to ignore racism. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Jesus Christ. That is, that is a terrible response to racism. Yeah. The right response is to be against racism. Yeah. To be for our brothers and sisters. Yeah. I've learned to, to not presume to understand what makes people do what they do because I see people get angry and I used to just think, well, that guy's a jerk. Yeah. And now I look and I realize that person is in pain. Yeah. Yeah. Something inside them is in pain. Yeah. And I need to try to understand what that is. It doesn't mean I got to take it on myself. It doesn't mean I'm responsible for it, but I am responsible for how I treat people I encounter. Right. And this all comes back to business. It's very practical. I mean, if we, if we approach life and people like that, can you see it makes a difference in how we do business and what happens next? Certainly. Certainly. Yeah, of course. It, it, it really does. Certainly it does. You know, I, I think um, for me, I, I, I probably learned the same things. What I've really learned is, Stop being so inward focused and take a minute, Ralph, to recognize, like you said, the other person's pain. Take a minute. You know, I'm a retired police officer. Everything's black and white, nothing gray, nothing. It's just, this is the law, you know, um, but get a chance. And, and, and so I, I, I like what you said, you know, concerning that. Take a minute to say, you know what, this person talking to me, I have no idea what they're going through. I may understand that they have pain. I might not understand that pain, but let me take a minute to recognize that they are in pain. Some they're in pain, you know. So, you know, and that 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 is really key, you know. And and to to you know, I'm I'm 53 years old, and to say you know, I don't know it all, and and I'm just recognizing 
you know, I think that's that's huge for guys over 50, 60, because, you know, back in the day, the old heads that you know, kind of mentored us, they were just one way and that was it. That was it. They just saw the world one way and that was it, you know, so. <laughs> yep. You know, yep. that's, that's the absolute truth. And then I've also learned if about 10 years ago, so it'll be almost 10 years in just a few months. Yeah. I was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. So okay. Okay. that's, that's a daily challenge that it yeah. just, just doesn't go away. Right. And I've, that's taught me so much because I never understood what it was like to deal with something on a daily basis that you yeah. don't like, yeah. you don't enjoy, you can't really affect the, it's, it's, it's not curable. It can we talk about that for a minute, Ray? Can we talk about sure. knowing, knowing that, you know, uh, Parkinson's disease, that that's what you have. What, what do you do as far as uh, what do you use to push through the day? What do you use to, you know, Hey, this is what I have. This doesn't go away. This is not something that stops it. If I'm not careful, it could progress faster than it's supposed to. What are the tools that Ray Edwards uses to, to really get through the day and, 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 and really become unstoppable the way that he is? Well, um, if I'm unstoppable at all, it's because of my relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. His, his, his presence in my heart, yeah. my faith in him. Yeah. And it's, that doesn't make it easy. I mean, people, people right. sometimes I think take the, take the approach of thinking, well, he's got that, he's got his invisible friend and he thinks that fixes all the problems right. for him. No, that's, that's not how it works. Yeah. It works like this. It, he doesn't remove the problem mm-hmm. so far. I occasionally ask him to, yeah. he could, if he want, if that was the best way to do things, right. but I have to trust that he knows what he's doing. He's God. I'm not. Yeah. And that was a big revelation for me too. I don't know exactly when that happened, but when I realized I did not run the universe, I had a lot less stress in my life. Yeah. And I just have to trust that he knows what he's doing. And meanwhile, I have to remember that in his word, I repeat, here's what keeps me going. Here's what I do that works. Mm-hmm. I look in the word of God and I see, what does it say to me right now? And one of the things it says to me every time I look is it says, the Lord is my shepherd. Wow. I will lack nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It says, even in the presence of my enemies, he prepares a meal for me. Yeah. My cup runs over, he anoints my head with oil. In the presence of enemies. And when we read that 23rd Psalm, I think sometimes we miss the fact that there's enemies. Yeah. Which yeah. means there's a threat. Right. And there's somebody right. there preparing, sitting down with you at the, at the king's table saying, I'm going to sit here and have this meal with you. I'm going to fill you. I'm going to fill your cup to overflowing. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes me unstoppable because this is, Amen. this Amen. is not the end. I mean, th- I don't know how this story is going to end. I could be miraculously healed. There could be a, a cure that comes for Parkinson's disease through, through God's miraculous intervention or through man's, miraculous reception of God's ideas about what to do with medicine, or it could be that it doesn't happen for me until I pass into the next life. But one way or another, it's a done deal. Amen. And this is not the Amen. end of the story. If it's not fixed yet, that's because it's not over yet. And that's true for me. It's true for you. It's true for anybody who's listening. Yeah. So now that yeah. works for me. I'm not telling you what you have to believe, but Amen. I'm telling you, you ask me a question, I'm giving you the answer. That's Amen. And, and that's a beautiful answer from my point of view. And it's, it's our hope and our prayer that if you don't know Christ as your personal Savior, that you take hold of it because he is welcoming you into a relationship with him. Thank you for sharing that, uh, Ray. Thank you for that, man. You you said a mouthful. There's some people listening to this podcast that are facing some things. They don't know how to make it through. And um, 
just you testifying that you're leaning on the word of God, specifically Psalm 23, man, that has really blessed. Uh, it's blessed me. It's not only blessed some other listeners in this audience, but it's blessed me, man. You know, and so what I, I think the purpose of this show is to kind of kind of let people know here we have a world renowned international copywriter who loves the Lord. You see, believers, um, Christian work and ministry is not just for our little private clubs and little private church club. He's doing a miraculous work internationally, globally in the world today, and not afraid if someone were to ask him about Christ, not afraid to share Christ and his testimony. You know, Ray, I, I can't I can't thank you enough for being on the program. I can't thank you enough for sharing. Now, they can go to your website and find you. I'm looking right at it, rayedwards.com. Everything is on there, ladies and gentlemen. He has a podcast. Is it weekly? Is it is it twice a week? What's your podcast? It's weekly. It's we got week. a YouTube video. It's almost weekly. YouTube video, almost weekly. Books out there. If you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, if you're in charge of running a business and you need uh copyright advice, copyright experience, you need somebody doing your copywriting for you, this is the guy that makes your Venmo do what? What do we say? Makes your Venmo flow. Makes your Venmo flow. All right. <laughs> Any final words, Ray? Uh, just, I appreciate so much you invited me to be here. It's been a pleasure getting to know you a little bit. I hope this is not our last no. conversation because you've got a great spirit about you. I love the work you're doing. And the way you're showing up in the world, this we need more people like you out here talking to people, helping them, helping them grow their business, and making a place for the Lord in their heart. Thank you for saying that, Ray. Guys, if you got a business, you got to get some copywriting. You got to go see Ray Edwards International. And Ray, this will not be the last time that we talk, brother. And not necessarily about business, man. I I, I really want to, you know, talk to you offsite, and and we'll, we'll pray together and everything else. But guys, you've been listening to the Ralph Graves uh, Unstoppable Podcast with Pastor Ralph Graves Jr. That's me. Guys, uh, thanks for coming on. Um, go to my website, pick up my book, Unstoppable, ralphgravesjr.com. It's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and let's be unstoppable together. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Ray. <laughs>